We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time and Matthew Sponauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. going to talk a little bit more about the NBA. We haven't talked about the NBA a whole lot because of the NFL season, but now that the NFL season's over, we can finally get into more some, some more basketball topics. But we will also talk a little bit about the NFL draft, maybe just who will go number one overall. That I know I already know who Theo thinks should go number one overall, but we'll still have a decent discussion about it. Before we get into all that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? Doing all right. I'm a little under the weather, but uh, I don't think it's COVID, so <sighs> powering sick. through. COVID. Have any of us gotten COVID? Not that I know of. The whole pandemic. Not that I know of. I I have not been diagnosed. Uh, Bladen, I'm good. No, no. I had a migraine yesterday, but other than that, Matt, no. Me, no. We're survivors, (laughs) man. So I'm undefeated against COVID. So although Matt might not be the way. Well, well, well. My my roommate's also sick with the same thing, and he got a COVID test, and it wasn't. So I'll uh, I'll I'll take a test right after this podcast, and I'll. All right. I expect to see a tweet on the Stay Hot account as to whether or not you have COVID. Uh Uh, But so far, Stay Hot is undefeated (laughs) against COVID-19. Just a reminder for everyone to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, It's not Valentine's Day or anyone's birthday anymore, but we would still really appreciate it. As always, on our knees, begging for you to subscribe to the YouTube channel and keep helping the podcast grow on that platform. I say we hop right in. Theo, I already know you're a big Kyle Hamilton fan. Do you do you still think he should go number one overall? Yeah, I do think he. I mean, I don't know if he should. He's who I would take. All right, I think that he's the best player in the class, and in a world where um, there isn't a lot of maybe high end generational type of prospects, or in a world where who goes number one is is not settled, like right after the college football season ends. You know, and in a world where the Jacksonville Jaguars are in a position where they have their franchise quarterback. And in a world where, you know, none of the wide receivers who I would probably project as the biggest need for Jacksonville are, are probably not worth that number one pick. I would pick for them 
Kyle Hamilton, yeah, that that was that'd be who I would pick. But I don't think they'll end up going that way. I think they'll go in the direction of Evan Neal out of Alabama. I would I'd put good money down on that being being there ending up uh, with him being selected at number one. I think I would agree. I, 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 I Evan Neal is just. In years where there is not a top guy, you go back and look at 2013, this exact same thing happened. Years where there's not a top guy, usually teams are like, let's play it safe and go with an offensive tackle, even though that's not really that's not yeah. really a safe option. Um, so I, I do think Evan Neal will go number one. I wonder if the Malik Willis hype train keeps building steam, if someone is willing to trade up to one to get him. I don't think it's going to. I, I, as good as his, I don't even know if it was good because he had some bad throws too. But like, man, his twenty twenty one tape is not super I don't, impressive. I don't like he was, it's it's weird. Like, I don't know if any team is going to fall in love with him like that to not only pick him in the top ten or the top five. But to also give up more resources to move up to number one. Now this might be a year where it is cheaper to That's move what up I to number think. one than yeah. any year before it. So maybe if you could move up to one with like and just give up like a, a day two, late day two or day three pick, that might be worth it for you. Um, I, I think it's interesting. The Lions are kind of where the the interest to me is because if you think a quarterback is an upgrade over Jared Goff. Are you waiting until pick number 32 to take him or are you just taking him at two? You know, if you think there's a that guy in this quarterback class, if you're the Lions and you don't want to start golf again. OK, you probably you probably take him right at two. So I feel like I will. I think it depends on where their watch happens. There. I wouldn't take Desmond Ritter at two over Kyle Hamilton. And I love Desmond Ritter. Like, for example, yeah. like that was your quarterback Same. one. And I, I think you'll take a shot on a guy if it's if the value is there. But to reach for a quarterback for the sake of the quarterback is almost always worth it. But in this draft, it might not be if you have a like if I don't know, I wouldn't I wouldn't go crazy, crazy, crazy for a quarterback and pass up on a guy who I think is going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, when when I think about at, in a weak quarterback class, when I think about the guys who are picking high, how many of them a are going to take a quarterback, and b how many of them are just going to be like, oh, what about Cave? Like, are going to just ignore Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson or Kyle Hamilton? That's that. That's my thing. I that I don't know. So like, here, here's the thing with Jacksonville is I've seen a lot of people mock them to take an edge defender to pair with uh, Josh Allen. And that would be cool. But when I, I've been thinking about, and I haven't done any research on this, this is something that I want to do uh, today. I've been thinking about like some of the best defenses that I've seen recently. Um, and this is my justification for Kyle Hamilton. Some of the best defenses that I've seen recently, Buffalo this year had the best safety duo in the NFL. Um, and I, yeah, I see you shaking your head. too. was like, that's eh, kind of like anecdotal, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like they they did get torched by they did, the Chiefs, they, but that's but the Chiefs. They right? were they I mean, were the best defense this year, and since he has a good, they were yeah. they were balling in the playoffs. Safety to me, the positional value for safety is weird for me because it's like if you look at like PFF's positional yeah, value, like wins like above replacement. Safety's 
Safety's number yeah. three on their value chart, and they love secondary. So I don't understand where like the the safety it, is. It's not behind quarterback and receiver, um, thing right? Comes from I assume quarterback and corner. Cornerback really? is the other is the other thing. It's behind. Okay. Um, yeah, n- not that I care about that. But <laughs> no, I, it is. I, I, <laughs> like I, I see where you're because. I see all the time analytics people that are like, oh, well, safety is not that valuable of a position. I'm like, have you watched football? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like I watch football and I'm like, safeties are incredibly valuable. The best safeties in the league I are remember, game changers. I remember a quote from uh, Pete Carroll about Earl Thomas and, and they asked him, like, what does he mean to this defense? And he said, like, when was the last time you saw anybody hit a post route against us? It just, you know, to be able to play single high and have a rangy type of dude at, at free, free safety, right, just takes away, you know, a whole zone in the middle of the field. And, like, that's where explosives come from. And if you can take away explosives, that's what every offense is trying to generate. And that's, like, the big thing everybody wants right now is, like, you know, explosives, explosives, and safeties take those away. Good ones take those away. So I, I don't really necessarily think safety is, like, the number one, like, like or or as invaluable as some people are making it seem, especially when they're the number one prospect. Why I think it will be Neil is, you know, you look at Doug Peterson and you look at his offenses when he won in Philadelphia. Like, what was the engine, the driving force of those Philadelphia teams? Nick Foles. Was it the quarterback? No, it was it was it, it was kind of Nick Foles. But I mean, even the wide receivers weren't that good considering, like, for a Super Bowl team. Like, it was like Alshon Jeffrey and and, and Zach Ertz yeah. and. You know, the defenses were good with with Fletcher Cox, but it was the offensive line that was really, really good there with Kelsey and Brooks and and um, Lane Johnson. And I'm forgetting who the, the ta- who other tackle about. was, but like, yeah. yeah, no, Trent, was it uh, Jason Peters? Yes, maybe? yes, yeah, Peters. yes, yes. yes. There you go. Yeah, no, they they built an amazing mm-hmm. offensive line, and that's what Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl on the back of. So it's like when you got Doug Peterson here, and you're trying to protect your franchise quarterback, and you don't have any wide receivers to take. Why not take the six foot seven, three hundred something pound, like uber athletic, SEC starting since a freshman, you know, tackle prospect? That's probably what's going to and happen I'd, and that's okay i think honestly. if you're doug peterson too you're like well my job depends on trevor lawrence being good largely um yes. so and i have the number one pick in the draft and i would really rather spend it on something that helps out trevor lawrence rather than you know even a, a great safety so that logic alone might be just let's invest as much as we possibly can into getting trevor lawrence an offense that just works now, better Free agency and trade still exist. I feel like there's probably you probably have, but I feel also, like you are going to have better success getting offensive linemen in free agency and trades than you would getting a, a, an elite safety. That's what that was the one thing. I, that's what I was thinking too, because it's like, okay, well, maybe if you take Kyle Hamilton number one and you make that decision right now, yeah. you're like, okay, he's the best prospect. We're going to take him. We're going into free agency knowing. The safety is what's going to get going to get fixed, and we are going to focus on getting Lawrence help in, in free agency. But the thing is, why are the Jaguars stone cold locks to get anybody in free agency? <laughs> like, what if people just don't want to come? I mean, we saw it with Byron. We saw it with Byron Leftwich, their head yeah. coach. He like dipped out. Yeah, you know, he dipped out, and and they had to go for a second. So it's like you don't want to get to the draft and be like. 
oh, we were supposed to fix, you know, the line and, and the receivers. And now, you know, we don't really have you a can't get I, don't I, I, I feel like I kind of I kind of think I just disagree. I think it'd be easier to get a safety and free agency um, than an offensive tackle. Like a franchise offensive tackle in free agency. I, I mean, even Armstead, even if one Armstead's hits free agent, agency, isn't, I think Armstead's a free agent, isn't he? Isn't like New Orleans? He is. Isn't Jesse agent. Bates and Marcus Williams? And Armstead hasn't played. And oh, let's let's say both are in free agency. Which one would cost less? Probably the safety. The, the safety. Yeah. And that's where the safety like positional value like because the PFF chart um has you know th- its value, but. The other place where that measures value is how much they get paid, <laughs> right? That is a very good measurement of how much teams value them. And their safety is safeties get paid much less than than offensive tackles. But I mean, yeah, you can look at the safeties in free agency. Tyron Matthew, Devin McCourty, Marcus Williams, Marcus May, Andre Diggs, Kareem Jackson, yeah. uh, Keanu yeah. Neal, like Jabil Peppers isn't that good. But Terrell Edmund, I mean, there's a lot of answers here. Um, Jesse Bates, you know, that Jaron Curse out of Dallas had yeah. a really good year. There is a lot of answers at at safety that is in free agency. As of right now, obviously, a lot could change and re-signings could happen by the time that, that free agency rolls around. But, yeah, it probably is easier to find a, a, a safety than uh, than someone like Neil. And I don't know if Neil is the number one, like, as Seth was, was saying yeah, was a couple we weeks ago t- here, Charles Cross. Charles Cross. And Iki Aquanu. I think Ikki Aquanu is a really high level player as well. So I don't I don't necessarily think it's a lock that that Neil is the guy they settle on, but I do no, think I get what you, tackle yeah. is is yeah. probably like, the direction. I think they'll that go they tackle. Go. Here's the consensus number one tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Predicting they, they ha- outside yeah, of that. They have their guy, right? Like. You know, like Seth said, they have like a tier one of tackles. And, you know, they'll take their picket. You know, it's like, oh, we like this guy. He's a better locker room guy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I have the world's fastest mock draft coming out on YouTube, I think, probably How? tomorrow. Because that was my be- YouTube short what for What do you mean, day. world's fastest mock draft? <laughs> <laughs> I just talk really fast. I mean, oh, so you get through all 32 picks in 60 seconds. In a minute. Yes, Jesus. yes, I'm yes. going to try to do one in like 30 seconds or something. Oh, okay, okay, speed okay. up the voice. Okay, even <laughs> fit. speed up the voice. Any that's any what I told. Percent, that's what I told him. Any percent world record mock draft. <laughs> the one second. <laughs> there it is. In my mock draft, I have it going: Evan Neal one, Aiden, Evan Neal one to the Jaguars, Aiden Hutchinson two to the Lions, and uh, um, Hamilton three to the Texans. That's okay. my. That's a little preview of the Theo Ash NFL. Who'd you have? World's fastest mock draft. Who'd you have the uh, Carolina Panthers selecting? Yeah, Kenny Pickett. Who'd you, who'd you have the Cleveland? Who'd you have the Cleveland Browns selecting? That's the real. Drake. London. I'm not mad at that. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I love Drake, Drake London. London, man. I love Drake London. Pickett, Pickett just kind of seems like almost Daniel. Where did Daniel Jones go in the draft? Six. He went like six. Yeah. six. The Panthers are drafting six. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if those Pickett and Jones are like a different caliber of, of prospect or any. I don't know. Tough. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of think Pickett because I, I was like, oh, is Pickett. Could he really go number six overall? Like, is he really the caliber of prospect that the teams are going to draft at six? 
And I was like, well, Daniel Jones went at six. And I remember when he got, got drafted that high, everyone just groaned really loud. <laughs> like everyone <laughs> knew at the time that that pick happened. That was a little bit of a reach. Um, and I kind of think Pickett with the, with the um, Temple connections and the Matt Rule connections is a, is a very very likely scenario mm-hmm. there right now guys um Sadly. guess what? what i just got a text from my mom what do you think it was i she i can't say talking about <laughs> she just <laughs> sent me a any picture. good guesses she just sent me a picture of my sister making hello fresh i, I i'm so dead serious because stay hot is now <laughs> sponsored by none other than HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your front door. They let you skip those trips to the grocery store, makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. So, you know, that's why I said it's America's number one meal kit for a reason. HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning, grocery store trips. You can just enjoy cooking and get to eating in like 30 minutes or less. Also, HelloFresh is 30% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. Plus, you get to skip all the checkout lines. You can try their quick and easy meals like 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast on the go, and 10 minute lunches in the HelloFresh market. Perfect for you if you have a crazy class schedule, an internship, or a new job. You can enjoy restaurant quality meals for less in the comfort of your own home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than an average restaurant meal. And, uh, you know, as you can see, my own family's digging it. So, you know, it's got to be good because, you know, my family only eats good. Matt, Matt will tell you, my family spares no expense when it comes to food. <laughs> this is true. But this is it is true. Family. But <laughs> we like to eat good, man. But HelloFresh. HelloFresh. But HelloFresh, you can spare some. We can spare expenses. Hey, and still expensive. eat good. <laughs> Still eat good, but you go know. to HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16. Use code StayHot16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16 using the code StayHot16. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. You know, we haven't talked about a ton of basketball. I know you guys have your NBA Live, and I, I read through some of the comments on that, and people are like, oh, why isn't Bladen on this? I literally have class. I'm in class. Like, I get I get the notification from Daniel sending out the tweet. That wouldn't stop me. That's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> you, 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 you can want, move your you mind. You want me to go live from class? <laughs> I, I'm like in calculus. Uh, professor's like, what are you doing? I'm like talking about the NBA. What are you doing? <laughs> so I don't know. Do it. We do have the NBA lives every Wednesday. I don't know how many people know about those. We do tweet about it. I do, we usually, you know, we'd like to get the viewership up on that yeah. a little bit, although we do love our loyal NBA live listeners. Um, I enjoy them every week, and I'm I'm excited for the chance to finally talk about it a little bit on the podcast here. Even though Theo Ash NFL is my handle, I honestly have been okay. better at pr- making my NBA predictions than <laughs> NFL predictions. Uh, someone so someone DM'd me on Twitter. Hot. They're like, "Can you please tell Theo Ash to predict?" I, I can't remember what team it was to go two and fifteen in the NBA. That's going to be a big. That's that's what I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, as a Celtics fan, can you get Theo to predict that we'll go two and fifteen? Hey, the Nets are almost two and fifteen in their last seventeen games. They're getting <laughs> close to that two and fifteen record. Uh, yeah, no, I like the Celtics though. I'm not going to predict them to go two and fifteen, but I, I know I'll talk a little bit about them in this segment. Matt, I know that you had a 
had a prompt yes. that you wanted to pose for us. I to had answer, a similar so. prompt last year about the West. Um, but at least two. Okay. So the list of five teams, Nets, Bulls, Heat, Bucks, 76ers, all in the East. And the problem is that that is five teams and only four teams can make the second round. One of those teams is not making the second round. At least one. At least one. Which one's the most likely to not get there? Uh, it's it's Nets, Bulls, 76ers, Bucks. Yes. Heat. Which one is the most likely to get beat in the first round? I feel like it could be the Bulls. I feel like playoff DeRozan is probably not super duper trustworthy compared to some other stars on the other teams. Um, I think Levine has been dealing with his knee injury and maybe that's a little concerning. Um, DeRozan has been at a level this season that he has never before been at in his career. And ideally he has some other guys. He's not, you know, the, the absolute star top dog in the playoffs that, that, absolutely needs to carry so maybe that's a bad pick but i don't know man i don't here here do you do you do you trust heat nets i don't know trust the narrative of like playoff DeRozan because i saw casey johnson tweet out i think it was yesterday demar DeRozan is the first player in nba history to post seven straight 35 point games on 50 percent or better shooting that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's playoff DeRozan's not even that much of like he has not been great in the, the playoffs. Like that's just I think true. But is it like the uh, same as like he has been playing at a level Paul? that he's like, never <laughs> playoff Paul George? Here's playoff here's P. what I would think about it. A <laughs> lot of those it could a be. lot of those Toronto teams are not built very well. And DeRozan has his flaws. Like he's he's not that good from three and uh, when you're on a team that doesn't have good spacing and you're also not good from three and you also give a team a full series to game plan against you, you can be game planned against. Uh, but the Bulls are better built to have DeRozan do his thing because their spacing's better. And on top of that, uh, those old Raptors teams, if if DeRozan was playing bad, Kyle Lowry's option number two, you know? or And then after that, it's like, you know, a lot of those teams were not, not, not that great. Um, it could be the Nets too. At, like looking at the list now, it, my my pick is the Nets pretty yeah. easily. Um, I think they're I, now they could go on a run, but I think they're at the biggest risk right now. First off, the advantage that the Bulls have is that they're the two seed, and getting out of the first round is just yeah. as much about who you play as it is how good you are. If we're just talking one round, um. The Nets are the eight seed at the moment. Get out of the first round. How about they get to the first round? (laughs) (laughs) And well, it's like, okay, well, the Nets, the Nets will be fine as long as Kevin Durant uh, stays healthy and Ben Simmons comes back and is playing good and is playing good in the playoffs. And as long as Kyrie doesn't miss half the series because of the COVID rules, but maybe those will change. And none of those things are impossible, but the more ifs you have, the less I like your odds. And they're in a position to be playing a tough team. I don't love it. I don't love it for them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it could be the Nets. It's just, man, it's tough. I know they're on such a, they, they're the eight seed right now and they've been on such a, you know, downward spiral over the past couple of games here, although they have one too straight. But it's just so hard to judge this Nets team when there are games, you know, that they've played like yesterday's game where, oh, you know, I see Blake Griffin there as like in the highlight, you know, full game highlights, like player of the game, you know, it's, we're like, you know, Cameron Thomas is leading their team in scoring recently. So it's, it's once they get to full strength and I, I do like Simmons will get added to the mix. He will after the all-star break and, and Kevin Durant will get added to the mix after the all-star break break. I just don't know if I see that team getting first rounded if everyone is is back. And it, I think like if after the All-Star break, they're at full power and they go on a five game winning streak or something, mm-hmm. I would like that team more than the, the Bulls or more than just about anybody. So, ah, God, it's tough. Those are all. What I mean, about those, the heat? It's a tough question because it's if you think they beat the Raptors in the play and they play the heat right now. And dude, it's like Simmons has not proven he can play good playoff basketball yet. And it's not impossible that yeah. he works into that. But like to predict that is, that's unlikely. Yeah. Kyrie is going to, I mean, missing three games is likely. And Kevin Durant staying healthy yeah. is at least in question, I feel like. I really think he's yeah. incredibly yeah. injury prone. That team seems like they're very talented. They're not the fifth most talented. You know, it's not like they're not a top. It's not that they're not a top four talented team. Right, right. But their situation is just brutal. Right. Yeah. I. I agree. I, I agree. They play the Celtics here in a couple of days. I, I'm curious to see how that one will do, but uh, how that'll go. Because the Celtics are a team that is not on this list, mm-hmm. um, but I think the Celtics are are really dangerous right now, and that is a team that the last time we talked about them on this podcast, we were like, holy cow, they're so disappointing. Should they blow it up? You know, are these, is this duo of Brown and, and Tatum going to work? And they've done a heel turn so far Mm -hmm. in in 2022. And, you know, their defensive performance has been spectacular out of this world. You're lucky to score a hundred points against the team. Um, Their record has been one of the best in basketball over the past, you know, 20, 25 games, you know, since the turn of the year. Since Jalen Brown tweeted, like, the energy's about to shift or something, the energy has shifted there. And I know they just lost to the Pistons. I think it was a back-to-back, though. And the night before, they just blew out the 76ers. So they they scare me, too, because in the, in the playoffs, I mean, you look at all the these kind of guard duos that exist in the, you know, in the East, and you look at a guard duo that they can – throw out there of like smart and and Derek white which is just brutal for to go yeah. through um and they're again their defense has been so good recently and you know if you can take away the scoring threats in the backcourt opposing scoring threats in the backcourt their high level like scoring is is so high because of tatum and brown so it's like you're gonna get good defense you've got guys who can go out and get a bucket which you need in the playoffs because the defense gets tighter and, you know, fluke guys like Julius Randle last year are going to get clamped. <laughs> All right. And and they have two guys who are not fluke guys and who are going to go out and, and I predict mm-hmm. score. So and I think their playmaking has gotten better because they added white and it, it just has in general as as the team has kind of improved and gelled recently. So the Celtics are another team where it's like they're not in that list of five. But I think they 
even two teams could miss. It could be even three. The Cavs the could win a series. From that list of five. My thing, yeah, yeah, thing about losing these not disrespect team. my Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I got a lot of comments like, oh, so you, you don't think the Cavs belong here? You don't think the Celtics belong here? Okay. Where's the Raptors, dude? These are just the five teams where I think it'd be the biggest disaster. Like, if the Raptors don't make the second round, yeah. Yeah, where are they? It's okay. It's fine. They're fine. Cavs, they're fine. Celtics, maybe a little bit less so. Maybe, but like, I don't know. I would kind of see it as we turn things around. Let's see how it goes next season. But if like the Nets miss yeah. the f- second round, it's Armageddon. If the Heat go miss yeah. or miss the second round, it's like a disaster. So that's why I listed those five teams. No, I agree. I agree. If, if the Bucks get first rounded, that would be insane. The 76ers have, I mean, if they get first rounded, the city of Philadelphia might, might um, not exist the morning. Yeah, it, a- it might not exist the morning after. Bulls, if they did, if they got first rounded, it would be sad, but I don't know if it would be the as bad as maybe some of these other teams that have. Well, I think the thing with the Bulls too is that they've been such a high year. seed for so long in the season. They've gotten so like, you know, the DeRozan MVP hype um which granted is not not super super realistic but um all that stuff it's like if 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 they are if they blow it to like the eight seed that's tough that's a tough way to go out it is a tough way to go out if you're good losing in the first round getting first round it sucks yeah no i i would agree that those those five teams definitely are the ones who are wouldn't be playing with house money. That's for sure. Yeah, that's that's the way. Be, I look. You know. It's like the Cavs. It's it's kind of like how ahead of schedule are we? Not. It's not. You know. Yeah. Oh my god! If 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 the Cavs lose in the first round, the fan base will still be like, "What a good season!" Like yeah. we really enjoyed this season. You know, exactly. Like, guess, exactly. Even if they do lose in the first round, it's like it's kind of like, 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 like they like, by like a. <laughs> It's kind of yeah, like the Eagles. Bit, a little it's bit. Kinda it's kind of like, kinda the, like the Bengals, honestly. Yeah. The Bengals. But so yeah, what you're saying no, is they're, the Cavs are going to lose in the finals. They are a little bit like the Bengals. Hey, if any random team we didn't expect to be here <laughs> is going to lose the NBA finals, uh, the Cavs are probably the most There's likely a, team to fit that description. What's your dark horse to lose the NBA finals? <laughs> Grizzlies, <laughs> Cavs. Hornets. Celtics. Hey, the Hornets are not getting anywhere close to the NBA Finals. No, they're going to be picking 12th, I believe. Uh, They'll be picking 12th, and they'll pick some guy who James Borrego won't play. But that's uh, beside the point. Um, What else are we talking about this episode? Nothing. That's it. That's the whole episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye everyone. everyone. We're logging on. What's the no? Um, it's like the All Star Week, right? Yeah. No, we'll talk. We'll talk we about that. the All Star yes, in just a second. That. But uh, just a reminder that the NFL season is over. But at Underdog Fantasy, there is no off season. And right now, you can draft a 2022 Best Ball Fantasy Football Team in their Big Board Tournament with two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cash prizes and fifty thousand dollars to first place. Which incoming rookies will you draft to make a splash on your 2022 fantasy team? Draft your dream fantasy roster in the big board now, and that's it. No waivers, no trades, no setting up your ro- no setting up your lineup. Underdog will give you the optimal score each week. And get this: right now, when you sign up with the code Stay Hot, Underdog is going to match your initial deposit with up to $100 in bonus cash. So what are you waiting for? 
Go check out underdogfantasy.com or their mobile app. Sign up with the code STAYHOT and may the best drafter win. Now, we may talk about the NBA All-Star break. The NBA events are so funny. I'm looking at the skills challenge right now. It's like the teams are the team Cavs, which are just three Cavs (laughs) players. The team Rooks, which is just three rookies. And then team Antetokounmpo's, which is... Giannis and his two brothers, Alex and Thanasis. It's like, why are those the two? T- those are just, well, I guess, the All Star games in Cleveland. But it's just funny that they, to me, they'd include just a team of Antetokounmpo's. Uh, yeah, what's wrong? With, what's wrong with Team know. Cavs, it's, man? Hey, nothing's wrong with Team no. Cavs. I got, I got the rookies taking this though: Giddy, Cunningham, and Scotty oh, with Barnes. Ease. I mean. With if if, with if you ease, if you don't pick team is it team rook team rookie team rooks team yeah. rooks team rook you just don't team. know ball I'm afraid um, sadly Evan Mobley built different <laughs> Darius Garland best you don't want to center in this competition so, you don't want to center in this have competition Mobley like Jared Sorry. Allen and Jared Allen and Garland yeah yeah Garland, dude if, yeah. if rebounding <laughs> is part of the skills challenge you guys are in the clear but. Um, <laughs> Back Listen, to the basket man. fundamentals isn't part of this. <laughs> this is this is so brutal. Now Giddy Giddy is going crazy. This is the perfect cunning like Cunningham and Giddy is just absolutely the guys you want for something that involves, you know, hitting passes and and hitting moving targets and and doing relay. Like you just want and and shooting. Like it's perfect. Like those guys are perfect for what this is. You gotta be fast, you gotta be accurate. And uh, you got to be a good shooter. And like literally all of Team Rooks fits that description. The three Antetokounmpo's, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I guess I don't know that much about Alex Antetokounmpo's game. Um, but yeah, Rooks, Rooks has got this one. Where can I bet on it? <laughs> Gambling addict, Theo Ash NFL. Um, I, I think yesterday, we're about to see. Uh, yesterday, oh. though, I got, I want to talk about a bet I oh, made God. yesterday. And tell me why this isn't. Th- free money um i bet ten dollars on warriors winning to win the finals ten dollars on the suns to win the finals ten dollars on the heat to win the finals and ten dollars on the bucks to win the finals so if any of those teams win the finals i will end up profiting warrior wait warriors suns heat and bucks what are my odds that i profit that one of those four teams wins the finals pretty good Pretty darn good. Um, yeah. I guess there's yeah. some fear there that like the Clippers get healthy or the Nuggets get healthy um, or the, the Nets figure it out. Or, but, um, or yes. Or <laughs> the Kings. Are you going to talk <laughs> about the Fox? Kings? How, how far back are the Kings, man? How far back are huh? pretty how far back is De'Aaron? Pretty Hold damn on. far. They are. They're not that they're far 20, back. 27 games back from first place. That's okay. They're okay. <laughs> um, they are. No, how many I, games I, back I, are they from the 10th seed? From the 10th seed? Three? Four? Three? 13th seed. Yeah. They're okay. Three and a half. Yeah, they're only, they're only three, three and a half. Okay. Yeah. You got yeah. plenty of time. You make it up. You get in the plans. You figure out a couple <laughs> games. You get in the series. You get the injury luck. You're there. Well, I, I was more referring it's to just, <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers, but... I'm not too concerned about them winning the finals and ruining my bet. I you can't should lie. Be, but but okay. anyway, that's an infinite for the kids, for the kids at home, for the kids at home, tell your parents, if you're not old enough to bet, go to your parents and say, mom, 
I have an unlimited money hack. <laughs> and that is if you put money on the Suns, Warriors, Bucks, and Heat, if any of them win, it's a profit. And one of them is going to win the finals. So it's perfect. I also did the same thing. I bet $10 on Embiid, Giannis, and and Jokic to win MVP. So basically, I have what were What were the out. odds on those? I'm confused about the second one. I thought Embiid was like plus 125. I don't know if I would profit with Embiid winning, actually, but I would pretty much break even. I lucked out, though, because I had Giannis before the season. Um, and I think his odds have gotten better, which makes it um, uh, a good bet here. But the odds are uh, Giannis's or Jokic is plus 380. Embiid is plus 155. So if Embiid was to win, I would lose $3 basically or five bucks. So if Embiid Infinite wins, money uh, hack. <laughs> How do they let this here's, happen? Here's, Guys. here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for none of those four teams to win the finals. And the Stay Hot Twitter is blowing up with uh, people saying that... <laughs> you lost me my house. I put my mortgage on this. I, I bet, I well, bet my car... <laughs> Well, the thing is, that'll never happen. Who do you think will win MVP? I think think Embiid will win MVP. Infinite money hack. Here's how to lose $3. (laughs) (laughs) $5. Well, that's okay. (laughs) Let's say, let's say, okay, bet on all seven of these things. And almost no matter what the outcomes are, you'll probably make a I've got to make more. I've got to make more. I've got to make more bets. <laughs> anyway, if you bet on everything, something's bound to work. On out. to the, speaking of betting, the three point contest. I'm looking at the odds. Oh Here are the contenders: Patty, Patty Mills, and Fred Van Vliet are the favorites. Mm-hmm. Then it goes Trey Young, Desmond Bain, Zach Levine, Luke Kennard, C.J. McCollum, and then Cat <laughs> is, is at the bottom. I just peeped that Carl Anthony Towns is in the three point contest. He's a good three-point yeah. shooter. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not a good three-point shooter, three shooter, but key word there is for a center. No, he's, like, he's really good. Yes. Is he better than Fred Van Vliet? I mean, these aren't, I, I'll admit that these aren't like the best <laughs> six or seven or whatever three-point shooters in the league currently, but he's good enough to be in a three-point competition. I like Luke Kennard's value here at plus 600. That's all I've got to say. What's Cat's odds? To- <laughs> plus 1200 that's actually that's not that bad I like that that's not that bad yeah no you what, get what has changed <laughs> in the last 30 seconds for you to all of a sudden go from well, hold on what no I didn't I, think um, his odds were gonna be plus a thousand plus a band over yeah, a thousand over a thousand. 1200 I'm gonna go back to my roots got a ice tray man That's fair. I mean, Trey Young is. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna. If he's, he, from a pure percentage standpoint, Trey Young has always struggled a little bit in that area. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna beat someone. I mean, he's the biggest star he's here. Ice, he's ice track. I don't know Come if on. his his game is. I don't know if his game is quite built for for something like this. You know, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He can't. He can't play make here if things go wrong. So okay, let, let me put it to you. Who? 
does this matter the most to? <laughs> Whose legacy <laughs> hangs in the balance? Like who does this? Who do you think this matters the most to? Well, it's not Levine because he's already won a dunk contest, so he doesn't Isn't need. He, he might be. He's hurt. already won one yeah. of these dunk contest. Is a little bit different, but yeah. I think he might be hurt too. McCollum, uh, I think it would mean the most for uh, Desmond Bain to win because realistically, he's got maybe the worst chance, or maybe Luke Kennard. Because Mills has probably got some Olympic medals. Van Vliet has a ring. Trey Young has got some all-star. Like, Carl Towns, uh, all-star. I think, like, Kennard and Desmond Bain, no McC- um, probably. That's my one and two. Could use- They're battling it out. Um, <laughs> Is it McCollum? McCollum's made some all-star okay. appearances, I believe. Or at least, has I... he? I don't know, actually, if he's been an all-star. He might be one of those guys who's just, like, never quite been there. And then you're like, really? And it's like, yeah. He is never. He is. He won a most improved player, hey. so he has some. He has at least one trophy in the case. <laughs> I might. Patty Mills might be my pick though, just because I think Patty Mills is has like one of the best shot forms and the cleanest. Whenever I watch the Nets and Patty Mills shoot uh, sh- shoots, I'm like, that's the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in my life. So I I trust him to be consistent as well. So I might. He's the favorite, and I might I might bet on Mills as well. I have Luke Kennard, one, Desmond Bain, two, Carl Anthony Towns, three. <laughs> Infinite money hack. Put everything you got on that. <laughs> on all three on of all them. Three of them. Fair. Dude, where, what are the odds on Carl Anthony Towns being third in the three-point contest? Do they have a... I don't, they don't, I don't have, think you can bet on something like that. Can you bet on like a loser, like last place? <laughs> They don't do rank. They don't do rank choice voting for sports bets. I don't. Well, they might for the dunk contest, which is next. Jalen Green is the favorite oh, here yeah. with plus one seventy. Then Obi Topham plus two hundred. Cole Anthony is plus two fifty, and then Juan Toscano Anderson is fourth at plus five. I think Jalen Green wins. I think Jalen Green. My boy is Cole Anthony. I just saw Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin's going to put up a good fight today. Is Cole Anthony like, but they're awful? not. They're not beating Jalen Green. That Jalen Green is ridiculous, and I think this matters to him. I think he needs to prove the haters wrong, and he's going to, and he's going to do some sick dunks and win him or Toppin. But I like I like Jalen Green. Plus, he is on my fantasy team. So, oh, there <laughs> there it is, Jalen Green. Jay, this is kind of a legacy game for Jalen Green. If he would show up and stink it up at the dunk yeah, contest, I'm telling contest you, it's bad. It's terrible for the dis- brand. It's terrible for the brand if he has a bad dunk contest and also on top of a pretty disappointing rookie season. So he's got to bring it. I did hear that he's pairing with some like NFT shit oh, for God. this dunk contest, and I don't know how that's going to get incorporated. So I am kind of praying on his downfall, if so. But, you know, I'm going to root for Cole Anthony. Uh, in my opinion, one of the more underrated players in basketball. And I find a way to say that in every single time that I talk about the NBA. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Cole Anthony for no, no reason. What? I don't really, I never really thought of him as like the bounciest dude in the world. So I kind of surprised me to see his name I, I, here. I but, was on TikTok earlier um, and I saw someone like doing one of those like, Oh, I pick a player based on what what team I get, and we have to try and go eighty two and zero. And he got the magic, and he was like, 
fuck, I guess I'll go call Anthony. Uh, <laughs> As he I should. Was like, I was like, I don't know, like, is, world. do you not like Cole Anthony? Is like Cole Anthony. Like, well, if your you're thing. trying to make a starting five, that's going to go 82 and oh. <laughs> maybe maybe there's better point Cole guards. Anthony's not Cole Anthony's not your guy to go 82 and 0 with. He's not your I'm afraid not. He's not your lead guy. Now, here He's no Lamelo. Here's here's what we're going to see. We're going to finally see an an all-star weekend that is actually good after watching the Pro Bowl, which is of course terrible. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl, I'm not going to lie to you. Well, yeah, no Neither one watched watch the, the Pro Bowl. Bowl That's the difference. We're actually going to we're actually going to watch the All-Star well, stuff. Because it's interesting. It's cool. No one watched it, but there's plenty of people who threw tantrums about it on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no, they complain they complained how boring it was. It's like I don't I did I expect I've unlike some people, I've actually seen a Pro Bowl before and understand how like people's brains function and understood that they probably wouldn't be trying very hard, which I guess was the biggest shock in the world to a lot of uh members of TikTok and Twitter, but uh if some, yeah, no, I will no, watch. No, it's because game. everyone remembers freaking Sean Taylor. <laughs> just here's the thing: obliterating. They don't remember it. They saw a clip from it, and also that's an asshole that move. Is, from I Sean agree. To that's obliterate someone. That's terrible. Bowl. Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you shouldn't. The the one like, Pro Bowl highlight is someone trying, and you shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> it's not like. Like people are like, we'll show that clip and be like, people used to try in the Pro Bowl. It's like, no, Sean Taylor used to try. <laughs> like, <laughs> just Sean Taylor. All right. Uh, I guess the other thing that's happening is an idea that I think sounds pretty cool, which is the Rising Stars Challenge, which is a little bracket of four teams, a couple games played to 50, and then a finals played to 25. And we've got some drafted rosters here all going up against each other. And this is really cool to me, like just seeing these these assortments of players playing like a game to 50 against each other. And this is why I love, you know, the NBA all-star game and why it can work as opposed to like a full-on football game. But looking at these rosters, the first matchup we've got is uh, Team Worthy versus Team Isaiah. And Team Worthy has got my boy, Cole Anthony, Someone named Margin Bochamp from G League Ignite. They've got Giddy. They've got Jalen Green. They've got Herbert Jones. They've got Tyrese Maxey. And they've got Jalen Suggs. Which is, I like the playmaking on this team uh, with with Giddy and with Suggs. And you've got some guys like uh, Tyrese Maxey and hypothetically Jalen Green who can finish. that, that's a decent team, but I think there are some better ones. That's probably the weakest. Oh, we we, of, we, we uh, can go ones. through each matchup or we can admit that Lamelo's team is going to win. Whichever one uh, <laughs> you want to do. We'll get to Lamelo. Actually, if I... If- well, Team Worthy is... Go- Matt, what are you talking about? <sighs> it's tough. You know, I, um, I'm high on Team Peyton with Lamelo Ball. But when we lost Davion Mitchell... Uh, I, th- I think that hurt our, hurt it, hurts our chances more than people think. Uh, he was going to go and lock people up. Uh, he's kind of the glue guy for this team that we needed. And now that we've lost him, we got Kaminga in his place. Plays that Warriors brand of basketball that we desperately needed. Um, but <laughs> I like how you're referring to Team Peyton as we, like you've been rooting for them your whole life. Team as a lifelong, not not to do the the bit, but as a lifelong Team Peyton fan. Um, we're going to need Scotty Barnes to step up. Duarte's got to get <laughs> high. And even, even then, uh, Cade and Mobley and Wagner are all on the same team. It's, 
it's going to be tough. Yeah. I need to see the team Isaiah versus I need to see Anthony Edwards versus oh my God. head to head, please as in a game as a game in a game two twenty five in the finals would be sick. And the thing is, I feel like Anthony Edwards is a little bit bit more built for this type of of like first to okay. twenty five type of game. I do. I think that you know every single basket is gonna be worth, you know, a certain percentage uh-huh. of the total points scored and it's a ridiculously high percentage. So scoring, scoring, you know, you're going to have Anthony Edwards on some guy from G league ignite. Scoot Henderson is playing on the middle balls team. When Scoot Henderson is on Listen, Anthony Edwards, we, we, I just don't see it. Can ending we just well. accept the fact that <laughs> team Barry is winning this all? I mean, they have two Cleveland players <laughs> winning. They, this they all. have two Cleveland players, man. How could they possibly lose? Look, the, the thing know, about we haven't even talked about team. You know, <laughs> team Payton's got to get past team Barry before we start like, talking about on, it man. versus teammate Isaiah. And I mean, Mobley and Cunningham is, is maybe the best two rookies in the year. I don't want to hear about this team. <laughs> nope, terrible. <laughs> Sorry, team Isaiah. I'll give you as a threat, but to pretend that they're led by Anthony Edwards is ridiculous and silly uh Tyrese Halliburton I fear is is the scary guy on that team and you know when when it comes down to it you want the ball in the hands of somebody who can get himself and someone else a bucket and that's why I like team Peyton but if someone was going to scare me it'd be Tyrese Halliburton you know the the all-star game it's all about efficiency taking good shots Getting good looks. <laughs> that is not what it is That's about. That's what it's about. It's, it's about, about playing, playing good. It's I think playing I remember watching. Gritty, hard-nosed basketball. Hard-nosed so. basketball. <laughs> and that's all LaMelo Ball has ever known. So give me Team Peyton by 25. I remember watching I remember, I remember watching Gilbert Arenas, I believe it was, and oh, who was it? Tracy McGrady trading blows from half court during an all-star game and they made like six in a row. I don't, I don't think that is quite what it is, but I do think that, you know, a team led by LaMelo and a team led by Anthony Edwards is kind of broken to put in a rising stars challenge. So I do think they'll be moving on to the next round. I, I, I like putting Cade Cunningham uh, and Evan Mobley on a team together. Obviously a Coro and Mobley will be playing for the home. T- they've got home court advantage here. Uh, so they could be a sleeper team. I don't really love the team that is led by Giddy and Jalen Green. I guess Tyreek Maxey, you know, is maybe the best player there. Or maybe Giddy's the best player there. I, I love Josh Giddy, but I don't know. I don't know hey, about team worthy. I don't know about the job he dra- did. I don't know about the job he did. He did putting this team together when when two teams have have Ball and and Anthony Edwards. But anyway. I've got Anthony Edwards taking this one. I've got him winning MVP. I've got team. Uh, I'm rocking with team Isaiah here with Hall- Halliburton and, and Anthony L- Edwards. Ratio. I can understand that. Halliburton's really, really good, man. Um, I'll go. Halliburton. <laughs> he is. Praise Anthony Edwards. <laughs> he is good. No, I, I don't think I will. Um, I'm looking up <laughs> points per possession isolation numbers. For NBA players, <laughs> and it. if Lamelo Ball is higher than Anthony Edwards, I'll let you know. And if he's not, I won't talk about this again. <laughs> so, listen, man. 
I do. Lo- I do love the concept of this though. I, it would be cool if like, if there was a two V two like tournament, um, a four, four team tournament of like seven on seven of rising stars in the, uh, NFL, that would be, be sick. sick. Um, but sadly, sadly that can't exist, but I'm excited to watch this for the NBA. And then obviously we've got, do they still do world versus us? Is that still a thing that they do? Um, I could genuinely not tell you. I don't think so. I haven't seen the <laughs> roster for it. Right. It would be, maybe I they do. The maybe roster. they do. And I sound dumb. There's just so much. And this is my one thing with the NBA all-star. It's almost to the point where there is so much to keep track of that. It's like they're doing everything. Um, but I, I guess I can't be mad at that. That's dumb to be mad at. I'm excited for it. I do not see I am too. an NBA I am, world on the schedule. It's That's not around anymore. That's what I thought. Anyway, Matt is quiet, so I'm guessing that Anthony Edwards is above. I, I honestly, I stopped checking because Lamelo's is really low this year, but it's also on like kind of a low percentage. It was really <laughs> high last year. I remember it was like stupidly high or something. Um, 16 possession sample size over here. Anyway, now on to the main event, which is, of course, the all-star game, Team Durant versus Team LeBron, which already gave us the peak of entertainment that it is is going to give us when James Harden was the last guy (laughs) off the board for this draft, and and we needed to watch KD justify taking Rudy Gobert over him in this this draft (laughs) class. I thought that was... One of the funniest things I've ever seen from a from a All Star game, but overall, I know that Team Durant is six point underdogs. I know that I Team LeBron is usually is usually Team LeBron usually is better than Team Durant. Ball. I feel like every year it's Team LeBron. He knows how to t- make a team. You know, LeBron is someone who's going to get to a place, trade all the young talent away, so he can um, you know play with his friends. <laughs> So he knows all about building teams, and uh, he always tends to clean up. Lead GM always Lee tends GM. to clean up. Facts. I mean, he did get the, Curry and Giannis draft. and Demar and Jokic. It's gonna be pretty hard. For yeah, him no, to lose I'm, I'm yeah, going to LeBron. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty hard for him to lose with a team yeah, like that. I think if I'm LeBron, I'm slowing down the pace. Th- I'm taking our time. I'm, I'm playing hard nosed defense. I'm trying to get out of there with with a tough win, with a gritty win. I mean, correct me if I'm <laughs> and, wrong. Doesn't uh, he have, doesn't so he have the under? three of the top five oh. MVP candidates? He's going he's gonna to get a gritty win 170 to 155. <laughs> Heard it here first. 170. <laughs> Overhits, <though. laughs> Overhits. Yeah, no, LeBron... Yeah, LeBron has got, in my opinion, the two best players in the world in... Giannis and Jokic he's got himself and then he's also got Luka and he's also got Curry and he's also got DeRozan he has Luka on the bench he's also got Chris Paul he has Luka coming off the bench yeah and James Harden and James Harden because no one wanted to take James Harden but you know team KD is is formidable as well Durant I mean he's injured so he's not gonna play so <laughs> that leaves the starters with I mean Embiid, Morant, Tatum, Wiggins, and Trey Young. And then off the bench, they've got Booker, Gobert, Levine, Middleton. I mean, what? DeJounte Murray, Middleton. 
I mean, what are we doing? It's pretty clearly lopsided towards Team LeBron, but you've also got to consider the fact that in an all-star game, it's not quite a, a real basketball game, so who knows how it'll shake out. LeMickey obviously yeah, it's also, gets it's like, a walk to a, an all-star championship. He drafted the team. Yeah, then. Mickey Mouse all-star. Mickey Mouse all-star championship. But I'll go Team LeBron. I feel pretty good what, about it. What are the betting odds for Team LeBron? They're favored by six, six points. Bron yeah. Moneyline. <laughs> Bron money Moneyline. I think Bron covers the spread. I'm betting on, here, I'm betting on LeBron to cover the spread and the under to hit. Oh. I'm betting on the all-star game under. Oh, that's so <laughs> evil. That's so wrong. You'll be the only the person under? The, Theo betting the Ash, under. Theo Ash gambling <laughs> addict is betting the under. Well, the under is 319 and a half points. And in the new all-star rules, I think it incentivizes, uh, you know, actually playing some defense because it goes by quarter. And then in the last quarter, there's like a point threshold and no one wants to give up the last bucket. No one wants to, it's not like just a timer counting down, you know, you've got to like physically allow that game winning shot. No one wants to do that. So in the last all-star game, Yes, the over, it was over this over. But in, <laughs> in the last All-Star game, I saw some defense getting played. So I think they're gonna, there's going to be some defense get played in this All-Star game as well. It's been a while. I'm a billion with you. I don't think LeBron is going to play an ounce of defense the whole game. LeBron might not. <laughs> How many first-time All-Stars are there? How many first-time All-Stars are there? Because if it's your first time, There's, I think you're going to play a little bit more defense. This game, man. <laughs> I don't I know. Disagree. Gar- Garland is a... <laughs> yeah, Gar- Garland Garland's going to go show. and lock up. <laughs> Jer- Jared Allen and Gobert are both in there with the two best to like... Dray- oh, I guess Draymond's injured. It's too bad. <laughs> Um, Dude just wants to see I'll give you that Rudy Gobert is going to play some good defense He has nothing else to do (laughs) It's that or what He has nothing else to do It's that or what Same with Jared Allen They're going to put those guys out there And they're going to play some defense The under is going to hit I will We're kind of just spitballing right now Here's here. I got I had a take yesterday And everyone got mad at me What was it Theo? I said I had a take everyone hates me Mikhail Bridges is the best I said Mikhail Bridges is the best role player since prime Draymond Green. <laughs> and Yo. everyone, the Dr- the Draymond Green police come after me like, bro, Draymond wasn't a role player. He was, he was a bona fide super duper star. Shut up. I don't care. I get that he was really good in when he was on the Warriors, like really good and really valuable. And I don't disagree I, I don't disagree at all. He was really valuable to a, one of the best dynasties we've ever seen. I don't care. He was still a role player. He played, uh, like, he, again, he NBA debates turn into, like, <laughs> he yes, he played a role. <laughs> NBA debates turn into, like, definitions. I, I'm like, telling you. value? I'm telling you. If, but the only thing you guys are arguing is what determines a role player and the people saying that Draymond Green isn't a role player are just saying that he like does role player mean like a certain level of good if so then Draymond Green was not a role player or does being a role player mean like you don't you the only thing that is not considered playing a role is creating (laughs) you don't play a role (laughs) right like you're not a role player you don't play a role you run the offense 
But Draymond Green even was a big yes. part of the offense, like with the bat. I, I think it's. I don't care. Draymond Green to me is like the best role player. I, like that is. I think that classifying him as a role player is is dubious. And it, it, it's, it's dubious, it's like, but it's true. Sadly, you, you have a tendency, Theo, to walk <laughs> into like fire when it comes to making takes. <laughs> I didn't realize the Draymond Green like fans are as hardcore as they Warriors are. Fans, and if you say right? anything, yeah, they're you Warriors can't say fans. Like one time about I said, Draymond Green being a role player anymore. What <laughs> nowadays? Like one time I said, one time I said prime Carmelo was better than prime Draymond Green Mm -hmm. and like they were on my ass and it's like look Draymond Green key part of a dynasty I swear to god if that guy was drafted by the Orlando Magic he would not be you know no one would care (laughs) he would not be a Hall of Famer um because he's a role player he's not a super duper star and that's okay he's like the best role player ever (laughs) but he is a role player and Mikhail Bridges is also a role player who's really good. All right. The Suns, they've he's clinched like basically two games in a row for them with dagger threes. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. He shoots like 60% true shooting. He's also a role player. And I don't think any Suns fans are going to get mad at me, anybody for being like, bro, look at his efficiency, bro. He's more, he's a superstar, dude, <laughs> uh, playing good defense. I, I'm, and, just, and the, I'm just shots, saying, like, you, know, you can't get mad when people are like, how dare you use the term role player? It's it's like when you when you said Joe Burrow was he Alex is. Smith and everyone got mad at you for saying he was Alex he Smith. Is. But like you could you could have said like another average quarterback that people like a little bit more than Alex Smith, someone a little bit cooler. And you chose to say Alex Smith anyway. Well, the t- <laughs> well I chose Alex Smith because he was. All right. <laughs> My thing about Burrow was like, okay, my my take on Burrow was always he's a game manager. And I'm like, okay, who's a game manager that people aren't going to get like super offended by? I was like, okay, like prime Alex Smith was pretty good for a game manager. He was like the most game manager, game manager you can think of. So my Burrow, my Burrow take was like, okay, he's a game manager more than a creator. And like Alex Smith was the guy, especially after the knee injury where it's like, okay, yeah, like Alex Smith's a pretty decent comp here you know, game manager who suffered an atrocious knee injury. But then Burrow proved to be a little bit more than a game manager. And then people got mad at me. But And then yeah. you upgraded him to My Matt take, Ryan. It, everyone got mad at me. Well, I upgraded him to Matt Ryan now. Well, he's even a little bit different than Matt Ryan. I don't know who he is anymore. He's Joe um, Burrow. Tom Brady, Joe I guess. Burrow. He's Joe Burrow. Steph Curry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's Steph Curry. Steph Curry. <laughs> That Zach Will Zach Zach Wilson was the one getting the Steph Curry comps. <laughs> that's all. That's um, always funny to me, dude. I'll say it every <laughs> single time. Um, that Zach Wilson's that Steph just Curry. saying like who's his comp? Steph Curry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just I like the who's Alec- Jordan Davis. There's no one. <laughs> I like the Alex Smith. Comp. Jordan Davis is. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's so vague. <laughs> it. <laughs> The number of outcomes that end with like he was like Alex, <laughs> they're kind of they're kind of wide. Hey, they both won comeback players. Alex year. Smith has both. They both won comeback players. They both they both went first overall. My take with Smith was like, okay, he's a first overall pick who's going to end up being a nice game manager more than like 
an Aaron Rodgers. Like that was my take with Burrow. And my take with him is like, okay, he plays like he's Rodgers scrambling around, but he just doesn't have the arm talent to be Rodgers. So he's going to sit back and just do the quick passes and he's going to be Alex Smith and like seal, like top out at like a, a really high level game manager. That was my Burrow take. And I also, the thing I did take it a little bit too far when I said he might be out of the league in a few years. It's okay. I, I said but that was in my take where every, no. but that was it. But that was in my series where I exaggerate a little bit. That was in my, I've done like three of these in the NFL takes fans aren't ready for. And in one of those, at one point I said, LeBron is the best tight end of all time. <laughs> Cause Yo, he had the potential. I got to do a basketball. Like, one of those. If you could take, Cause if you could take anyone to play tight end, you might take LeBron James, <laughs> um, which makes him the best tight end of all time. Um, but yeah, so I'm not like totally serious on those that are like kind of exaggerating like takes I have, but like people didn't quite get that those were like slightly meant to be provocative, Guess but I legitimately did think like putting a, an injured an injured Joe Burrow behind that line would go a lot worse than it did. But anyway, this is about the all-star. It's yeah. about the all-star game. <laughs> Speaking of the all-star game. What, what about the all-star game? I think that's, I got nothing. That's what I thought. Who do you think will win all-star MVP? MVP? Do you think LaMelo's taken home uh, MVP yeah. of the all-star game? Or of course do you think I do. Be someone? <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh well, I think book. I think Booker is going to take home no. uh, MVP nope. of the All Star Game. Um, I mean, when do, okay, Chris Paul then. Okay, that I can get behind. Darius Garland. Like I said efficiency. Darius and Garland is obviously taking home MVP of the All Star. All we've been game. doing this episode is just picking our guys. What are the? <laughs> well, De'Aaron Fox isn't in Speak the All Star Game, so like, and he never will no, be. Ratio. <laughs> Get a job, Theo. Anyway, that pretty that much be, what, No, it's all I good. think that wraps things. Yeah. Matt, Matt, talk, wait, Matt, talk for one minute about you thinking Tyrese Halliburton is going to make all NBA one day. I think Tyrese I, Halliburton I is like going to make hear. all NBA one day. Um, now he's got to play on a little bit better of a team. And it's, it's tough. You look at the landscape right now. It's like, okay, there's a lot of guards, but... Uh, they they like to give that award to guys who make a big impact, and we, we we've talked about it before on the live where guards who are efficient and good playmakers and do the little things right are always super valuable to their teams, and they do end up making all NBA teams. I see him in the future as one of those guys who is like uh, a a twenty and nine on good efficiency on a good team, helping with playmaking and. And, and running running a team and, and sort of maybe getting the Chris Paul leadership type stuff. Um, he's been letting loose a little bit with the pace. It's just been, and he's so young. It's like, I can really see him getting there. Yeah. And he, he's so young. He's so young. He may grow a little bit. He may become a center one day he and it's it a little bit taller. easier to make it. <laughs> he make it taller. <laughs> just a little bit. He may, he, he may be a power forward and then he can be. We're projecting Terry Salford to make the All NBA as a power forward in a couple of years. Watch it happen. He's a young boy. Not NBA takes boy. that fans aren't ready for LeBron. It's like LeBron's not done growing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get an editor to like? We need to do this with like. We need to get like. 
<laughs> the like really dramatic like edits like blurring in and like the slow motion like super hd edits with like the font and between it like not just us talking in front of like a green screen as we usually are just like the really like hyper stylized like takes you see and they're like takes but they get progressively hotter <laughs> and then they have like the whole like the music and it's like 10 percent lebron's a growing boy and like <laughs> dude i'm i'm gonna have to to tiktok man i swear <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's a growing boy. The ten percent LeBron's not done growing yet. Twenty percent. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll think of the other. 100%. As always, tons of, tons of oh no! Did you have? Did you have other ones for the other percents? Because I think it's harder to get hotter than <laughs> LeBron is still growing. LeBron will grow and it's just one more inch that LeBron will Every grow percent. like oh he will become seven he will become yeah, seven dude, no. he will become seven two <laughs> I like the TikTok way it's speaking of just like obscure silly TikToks I liked your your video where you said <laughs> like you insinuated that you were 15 years old <laughs> <laughs> every, every once in a while corporate spawn hour corporate spawn i changed i've changed the name of that account like a hundred times but every once in a while i make a tiktok that i'm really proud of and that's one of them and then someone in the comments someone in the comments was like there's you graduated in 2019 you are not 15 years old a person replies like well he's really smart it's like there's no way that he was a freshman in high school and had nine it's like no he's really smart he's really smart how do you think he has a podcast at 15 man he's just really smart yeah matt matt was kidding for anyone who's confused he is not 15 he is 17 years old 18th birthday coming 18. up soon he's gonna be a legal adult he's gonna be able to uh i don't even know what yeah. can you do at 18 anymore gamble no i think no you you have to be 21. Join the order army. things off infomercials. <laughs> you can check into some hotels. But uh, that pretty much wraps things up for us. As always, tons and tons of content coming away on all platforms. We'll be back Monday to recap NBA All-Star Weekend after Darius Garland wins All-Star Game MVP. Don't miss out on all the great content coming away on all platforms. And as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we'll catch you on the flippy flop. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.